Hi, I'm Dave. Hello, Claire. And welcome to <laughs> My Mate Records, the show where we teach you each other about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we are curious about. Language this episode, but apart from that, that's it, I think. It's a yeah. very light episode. It is a very light episode. We talk about ourselves a lot. Because that's what's most that's important. That's what friends are for. <laughs> Hey there, Claire Bear. Hello, David. This week we're doing something a bit different. We are. We're getting naked and we are... <laughs> well, I'm naked every week. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I'm getting naked, so we'll both be naked. Welcome, finally. And I feel like our listeners should be naked and we should just have a naked dance party. When we're not doing a naked dance party or running a podcast, we're writers. Yes. And occasionally we write things together, although we haven't in quite a while. Because we've both been busy. Correct. And that is still absolutely 100% even more so than usual <laughs> true. But we we always text each other. Story ideas. Story ideas. And because we just genuinely love working together. And we stumbled upon one and we were like... This is the idea. This is the idea we're taking it. So we've now, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to lock ourselves away for three days. And I think the idea is that we'll emerge with that with an outline of a novel. We haven't written a novel together before. No, we haven't. We've written a play. We've written a couple of plays. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah. We've written quite a few plays together and we've written other... Things. Other things. We had the YouTube job for a while and there yeah. other podcasts before this, but this is a podcast. So we thought every so often on My Mate Reckons we would check in with the writing yeah. process so and how it's going. our real life. <laughs> <laughs> and how it's actually going. <laughs> I, but what I wanted to talk to you about on mic was that I've been doing, every so often I get nerdy and I delve into how can we... How can I be a better writer and do the, and you know, do some professional development yeah, and so on? Good. And um, you've been doing a lot of good research. Lately I've been doing that, a and lot of good I research. I am deeply appreciative of the research that you do because I benefit <laughs> from it. And I feel like that, if that is not symbolic of our friendship as a whole, <laughs> then I don't know what is. Not just in writing, in life in general. You do the academic work, and I benefit. But what do I bring to you? I bring you good pop culture references. Yeah, and you bring me joy and sparkle <laughs> and a sense of humour. Otherwise, I'd disappear into a pile into a of... cavernous... Yeah. And we motivate each other because otherwise do. we get stuck into... No, it won't happen. But it's it's way easier to co-write something yes. than to write something by yourself. That being said, though, because I think people find the fact that we do co-write with each other very interesting because we have both then since... We were the first that. people that we co-wrote with. Yeah. And then we've since tried to co-write with other people. Oh. And realised... Boy, did I appreciate you more once too. that happened. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. so then that moment for me was realising, oh, actually, this thing that very naturally and organically happened between you and I, which was we found each other interesting and funny and we're mm. like, hey, do you want to write a thing together? Mm. Which the thing we wrote was about adult shops. And so we spent months... David and I in a car driving to adult shops, adult stores all around Brisbane. In 2011, if there was a sex store <laughs> in Brisbane, in the Brisbane area, we visited it. We visited it and, and interviewed talked to people. the people behind the counter and we wanted to write a story about a family run 
sex, sex shop, shop, which I still think is a great idea. We just didn't nail it on the first or second yeah. or third take. And so that's how we became friends was walking into adult <laughs> stores, adult shops, and trying to be professional journalists, like asking in-depth questions and then coming out and giggling mercilessly I mean, about the, f- the, like, funny things that the people had said. But it wasn't even the funny the funniness of, like, dildos or blow-up dolls or whatever. <laughs> One-eyed, three-vagina, blow-up d- blow blow up dolls. Alien dolls, which exist. It was <laughs> it was the weirdness of people because yes. people are just weird and yes. interesting and funny. People are fast. Like, you can't write the kind of characters that we met. No. Anyway, so, but we figured out through that process and a couple of other processes, we've tried a few times to write separately. Yes. And by that, I mean that I might do a draft of a scene and then you write the next scene or yes. that you... you yeah, that we kind of tag team. And that has never been as successful, particularly for theatre, yeah. as when we're in the same space at the same time, <laughs> writing word for word, particularly for theatre because it's so dialogue yes. And the the few times we have written theatre, it's kind of been comedy-ish based that yeah. we want to go back and forward and find the right gag the, and whatever. The method of how we work is one laptop, one person scribing... And us essentially acting out the scene. the scene and whatever makes us laugh the most goes in or whatever makes the other person go, Ooh, fuck yeah. That goes in. I think that's a brilliant way to work for, t- for TV, film or performative. Yes. Thing. But, um, and, and it might still be the way we work with this, yeah. but writing a novel is just going to take. A long time, which is fine. It can take a long time. Yeah. Because we did try to write a novel where we each took a chapter or something and it just didn't... The momentum was really hard to... Maintain. Maintain, because it's yes. a difficult long-term project. Yes. So there are different versions where different co-writers have done different things. Yeah. One of the ways is that they split the process differently in that one person just writes the outline... And then because they are an outliney person or that's where their skill set is. Yeah. And then the other person writes the fucking book. Like just writes the whole thing. And they both get credited. And they both get credited or but they the there's a outline person there's yeah. outline is one person, first draft is one person, and second draft is the other person. Is the other person. So that everybody's had a right say on it. But the, the That makes sense. But the piece itself hasn't been broken into fragments. Yeah. That makes sense. There's other versions where it's um, Chapter for chapter, different. Chapter for chapter. Or I guess you could be different beats like yeah. I, I suppose if you if we work together and got the outline really really specific yeah. then we would be able to go i'm gonna write that section of the novel you by yourself have written plenty of novels out of order which yeah. boggles my mind <laughs> but even if we had a full outline with a bunch of chapters yes. and go those are all your chapters and those are all my chapters yes. see in six months yes and then try and mesh them together that might be a way away yeah because you could then write out of order and you know from the outline and you just stick yeah, to the recipe yeah as long as you spend the... the time and energy on that like what yeah. is the plot and what is the plan yeah that's exciting but i'm excited to see what will happen because now we both have two novels in the world published we do well, i have one novel and one memoir. memoir yeah that's still a novel though 
Well, that's what I thought. But people said, this is your first... People kept telling me, this is your first novel. And I was like, as if it was a major accomplishment. And I was like, well... I wrote a novel. I wrote a different... I wrote a different... But it was in a different form. A memoir is a different form, I guess. But I don't know. It felt, felt... Well, you've published two books. Indeed. And so have you. Yes. And you're publishing another. And I've done a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. We've both written a fuck ton of plays. So how hard can it be? (laughs) (laughs) What do you... When did you know that you wanted to be a writer? Very early on. Yeah. Reading Paul Jennings when I was seven. Yeah. Alone and going, oh, this is what I want to do. Yeah. What did... When did you know? I think probably around then too. Like the earliest record of me writing is these novels that I would make when I was in grade two. And they're stapled, folded in half. I have the same thing. Pieces of paper. I have the same thing. And I, there's so many of them. Yeah, I wrote these a bunch. short, like, novel stories. And I wrote my whole way through school. I never showed anyone, really, but I wrote novels and I wrote short stories. But when I met you, you were a teacher and you didn't really think that it would be a thing. I had no... I never connected that it could be a career. Yeah. I'd never taken the leap of thought or aspiration Mm. that was like, Paul Jennings writes novels, I could write novels. I can do that. And I think that is mostly, I think when I think about it, I think it's that idea of like, you can't be what you cannot see. See. And so I think for me, my parents are very like middle class, sure, working middle or working class to then middle class, and no access to the arts really or, or concept of the arts. Um, and then I didn't really grow up in a sphere of where I was on the Gold Coast. I wasn't doing community theatre or like creative writing groups or anything like that. Mm. So I just had no idea that that was a thing. And so I wrote a couple of scenes for a play, a self-devised play that we did at uni. Yeah. And got some, like, affirmation and positive feedback from the teachers that I had who were like, oh, you're a writer. You can write. You should write. And so that was like, oh, yeah. And then it wasn't until I was a... Oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, Oh, my God. And it wasn't until I was teaching and couldn't find a play that I wanted to do with my kids that I was like, oh, well, I love theatre and I love writing. Maybe I'll just try and write one. And my whole fucking perspective of the whole world changed. Yeah. And then that's how we met because of that play. But I was fascinated by you because you'd already written a lot and had put on a lot of theatre and had, you had had plays. Look where it's gotten me now. (laughs) Aren't you glad you followed? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, well, uh, we've talked about this before. We talked about on the podcast that went... um, yeah, I was blown away by the play and just the person you were. And um, I, it, I I couldn't believe that it wasn't something that you were doing full-time or Our friendship fascinates me. Like, we fell in love very quickly. Yeah. In terms of, like, this is one of those people who Click. I just like. Click. And who I Done. want to be friends with. Yeah, which is how all the best relationships yeah. start. Really, but also that um, that was the thing I've discovered when I worked with other people, <laughs> is that um, it's it's also weird how well we work together. Yes, and we've never had conflict. We've never had explicit conflict. No, little things that we've dealt with. Dealt with, but that we all that we managed to kind of 
I don't know, we give each other space at the right times and we lean in at the right times and we challenge each other at the right times and we hear each other. Yeah. And we both think sense of humour is important. And and story structure is important and we both, yeah. Do you think it's, yeah, I think part of the gold here is we genuinely think the other person is one of the funniest people I've ever met. This is just an episode where we're talking about how great we are. But this is us talking ourselves into we can do a project. Yeah, we can we, write we a new thought book. it would be great for you to just hear some of the creative process that goes into writing a fucking novel. This is a very typical conversation, which is we're about to start a project. So we spend, but just imagine this conversation, but times by, in our three-day retreat we're going to have, at least one of those days we'll be talking ourselves up into... <laughs> this we're is great. the best idea this ever. This is the best. We're this the best. Be so you know what exciting. I like about you? <laughs> this shit. Because you've got to, because otherwise you don't. But what do you think it is that works? I've thought about this before, and I think it's you have a very good plot brain. Yeah. You privilege plot. And you You privilege character. Yes. So you... So should I write the outline and then you just do the first draft? Maybe. But you, it's not to say that you don't privilege character, but where no, you no. think about story... I think about is plot. ...you think about the whole arc, you think yeah. about what is happening, you yeah. think about plot, and I very naturally come from character, character and how they talk and relationships. Because yeah. you care about people and I dislike people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's what it is for us that works. So where I fall down in terms of plotting, you are there to be like, what about this, this and this? And then yeah. when when uh, that then inspires me in terms of character arc and story to be like, oh, let's make this happen, let's make this happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what makes this work. Yeah, I think so. And if we... Um, and then, so, if those are our strengths, then... Oh, what are your writing weaknesses? Yeah, that's helpful to know going in. What are your self-diagnosed writing weaknesses or things that you think you need to work on? Oh, I think... I def- I know I need to work on plot. What I've been trying what about to plot? do... What about plot specifically, though? I th- and I'm... I'm not. I'm good at establishing a story. I'm good at getting to the middle. Mm-hmm. I'm even good at knowing what I want to do and where I want it to end. You know what I really struggle with? Mm-hmm. I struggle with middle to resolution. Right, that bridge. That bridge. Yeah, that's the hardest bit. Yeah, the middle is messy. That's meant to be. Yeah, messy. yeah. Midpoint to like. Yeah, climax. midpoint to climax. Yeah. I find really tricky. You know what I've done recently that I haven't done in many years is go back to... Ship your pants. Ship my pants. <laughs> I ship my pants right now. <laughs> is uh, go back to the 3 X structure and really look at the... Yes. And, and story circle. Have you done the story circle? No, what's story circle? Story circle is Dan Harmon who wrote Community and a bunch ah. of other... And Rick and Morty. Yeah. He's taken the heroic hero's journey and yeah. made a story circle. I will get it up right now so that our friends can... And there's a workbook and everything and it's great. Oh. But the simple diagram is a simple diagram and it works and it's... You know, it's a simple heroic journey. But you have this idea that the top... So you've got a circle. Yeah. And there's eight steps. And in the top half of the circle is order. Yeah. And the bottom half of the circle is chaos. Oh. And we're going to start at 12 o'clock. 
And in the first quadrant, by the time we get to three o'clock, then we flip over into chaos. Great. And then we go into the underworld and we come out the other side at nine o'clock back to where we were, but we're new. Back to order. So. Oh, that's a great way to think about it. Twelve is, we establish the protagonist. One, you know, and then step two is need. What do they need? Yeah. And they might turn it down at first, but then they decide yeah. to go on the adventure. And then three is we cross the threshold and we, we go. We're fucking going We're for it. We're away. And then four is the search for it. Yep. And then five, which is the part that we struggle with. Yep. Five to like nine. nine o'clock is where we struggle. Yeah. But in that center point is, and this is the part I've studied recently. This is at 6 p.m. The 6 p.m., which is finding it. The character has to find it. They have to find what they think they want. Yes. And that step, but they realise that it's not completely what they want, or they are somehow changed by that. Yes. And that step in Joseph Campbell's Hero with a Thousand Faces journey is called Meeting the Goddess. Right. Where it's a reflective step, and it's, it's literally, instead of meeting the gods, the character is meeting the goddess, and the goddess is takes them in and has a conversation or really sees them and goes, I see you and this is not what you want or this is what you really want or isn't it? New information is given and it's a softer. So you reassess your goal. Because they've crossed the threshold, they've gone through trials to get it and they've got it and then they meet the goddess at the other side and it's not. And so then they, um, and then the next step is they, take they take it back or they yep. have to they have to take something but they have to um pay a price okay and they that's the meeting the maker step yep. like they meet their most fundamental what is really yeah, at the core of their being shit. um and then they return home they've they've taken what they wanted and they're going to return home to where they yep. were to try and restore and what have they order. learned how have they what changed what have they learned and how have they changed that's a great way to think about it that's a story circle so it's shit like that that we you know that we have up on the board and yeah, think just about keep coming back pl- to basics. Plan about because it's very easy to disappear into yeah. intricacies and details and to with zoom this out. third novel, I tried to plot in order. I wrote in order, so I wrote against. So, and my that's usual, the first time you've done it. Yeah. yeah, I wrote in order, and I really plotted it out carefully because I knew I only had twelve months to mm. write it. But now that deadline has been pushed back a little bit. And I'm now doing a bit of a plot restructure, mm. um, and so I'm I'm thinking about process because I thought that process had worked for me, but I wonder if it's going against what is my inherent and natural process, which is to write out of order and write what I think is the most exciting in the moment. But when you write out of order, how specific is the outline that you're working from, or is it just in your head? Very beat? loose. Yeah. I know what the beginning, middle, and end is. And then there's a certain part in the draft where I will write write out what I've got mm. and then kind of plot from there. Yeah. So once I've got a loose shape then, I then will plot from go what I've got outline. and kind of go, okay, this is what I'm missing. If I want to hit that at my middle mark, I need to do these six scenes to get there to make that make sense. Well, do we need to morph our process into something more like that? Yeah. Where we we come up with enough of an outline that we're like, oh, we know what the fun bits are. Let's write the fun bits (laughs) and then meet back in a couple of months when we've done that and then do the stitching. So It just means you need to lean hard into your editorial process because Mm. you end up cutting words and you end up changing things. 
<clears throat> because if you write your beginning in the first part of your process and then you write the rest of your novel, you come back to your ending and you're like, well, this doesn't fit anymore because yeah, yeah. I've made X, Y, and Z decisions. Um, but I, I think the more you lean into the fact that writing is rewriting yeah, and it's an evolutionary process. Yes. So I think I tried to simplify. I thought I was cheating the system with the way that I plotted this third novel and I've still ended up having to do the same amount of work in well, an edit anyway. that's a permanent weakness of, of mine or something that I need to work on is that I want to be impressive and I want to pull yeah. off tricks. Yes. And I want to somehow, yeah, I get the structure, but I'm going to subvert it or yeah. I'm going to do something new, like an arrogant asshole. <laughs> and you go, no, 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 just simplify and don't, don't break. You can break some of the rules, but yeah. not too many. Uh, and you know, you might be able to break one. Why do you love writing? Oh Christ. Really? Yeah. Uh, why do you feel compelled to do it? Because we're not earning a fuckload of money from doing it. To be honest, I really don't know. Mm. I really honestly, genuinely have no idea. It just is in you? I think so. Yeah. Where I think about it. Although to be honest, I feel a bit disconnected from it. Recently, just now, yeah. talking to you in May of 2021, I don't feel particularly connected. I hate to that. writing. <laughs> Actually, okay. I had a brainwave. I, I want to be a butcher. <laughs> this week, I've learned I don't want to be a fucking writer. <laughs> Honestly, don't know. It's just what is in me, and it's the way that I can contribute to. The people. It's how I make sense. This is what I think about it. It's how I make sense of the world. So things make sense to me when I write them down. Great. So whether that be in a long-winded Instagram post or in my journal yeah. or, or yeah. in a novel sure, or in a play, that's how I work out how I feel about something. Yeah. My, yeah. Talking it out sometimes, sure, but if I write something down, it's the brain-to-hand connection yeah. that then I go, ah, oh, okay, that's how I feel about that. Yeah. Well, listeners, we'll let you know how we go. Yeah. Our we'll retreat is intimate. Nice. We'll be in touch, in, intimate and in, imminent. Fuck me. And we'll be um, we'll be back in touch in a few months when yeah. we've... We'll do a bunch of stories because it's going to be a silly fest. Silly fest. So make sure you're following us on Instagram. Email us anytime, mymatereckons at gmail.com. Yeah, tell us if there's things you want to know about the way that we work. Or not, and we'll be back to your regularly scheduled program <laughs> next week. Thanks for being my mate, Claire. Thanks for being my mate, Dave. listening to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this please on, do that would be great that'd be great tell, tell your friends me. tell your mates that's right that's the name of the show i see what you did there <laughs> where can people find you claire? people can find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.